This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. podcast the only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds i am max and this week there is no ufc event um so i'm bringing to the the main feed what i would normally have on the uh the chair shot radio feed uh, uh a series i call five rounds fallout for for people who haven't listened or um I've never heard of this this series before. Uh, I would uh, urge you to go and check out uh, the the Chairshot Radio uh, feed and 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 listen along. Essentially, what I do is bring the news and the uh, the the fallout from um, from the the past UFC events. So obviously, we've just just had UFC 265 uh, the numbered pay-per-view from Houston, Texas headlined by Derek Lewis and Cyril Gagne for the interim uh, world heavyweight title so um, I'll go through the, uh, the the news and the fallout from that event and then a little bit of the, the financials and the, the payouts from, uh, from said event so uh, yeah let's get right into it so uh before we get into the event itself uh there's uh some uh, little bits of news that i want to clear up and and just uh talk about so firstly for people who do listen to uh to five rounds fallout you will remember uh maybe a, uh, a couple of weeks ago i mentioned nico montano who uh missed weight uh recently for for one of her fights uh back quite a lot uh, and this isn't a first first issue with uh, missing weight. Uh, the fact is she's missed uh, six fights altogether recently, um, in in for, for for various reasons, illnesses, uh, weight cutting, things like that. Um, and in in that space of time, she's only had she's only had two fights in the UFC, and missed six. And I said that she was at risk of being uh, being cut, uh, and unfortunately for for Nico, that that cut happened uh, not long after she had missed weight. She she got released by UFC. Um, she said that she's uh, she's going to continue in MMA. This is a this is a dream, uh, and that she wants to uh, carry on. Uh, and fair play to I hope hope that she uh, is able to find somewhere that that. Um, that she can um, 
feel comfortable in, uh, find uh, her her natural weight class, and hopefully get back to what what she does best, and that's uh, that's um, farting, um, and yeah, good luck to her. So then, second thing I want to touch on is um, Diego Sanchez. He has uh, obviously had plenty of issues recently, uh, controversy with his coach, uh, getting involved in uh, in his uh, his meetings with the UFC, uh, which eventually led to the point of him getting getting cut, and he is signed with a uh, bare knuckle fight club, which is a uh, an interesting move for you. I think. Um, if you if he wants to keep fat, I think that may be one of the best places for him. Uh, the the roster there is not exactly stacked, but they do pay out uh, pretty decent money, and hopefully he'll be able to to make a um, uh, a good amount of uh, of money from from being there. So good on him, uh, Diego Sanchez. Hope he gets the 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 help he needs because it's it's clear that his coach was uh, was not good for him, uh, and I hope he gets back to basics. Uh, the last thing I want to touch on is uh, another kind of sad, sad thing. It's uh, the fact that um, Jack Ray Souza has has decided to uh, call it a day. Um, unfortunately, uh, at forty one years old, he feels that maybe his time in in the UFC is is over, and um, yeah, he's decided that. That it it's it's time for him to to um, to hang up the gloves, I suppose. Um, yeah, he was a, always one of the the major contenders there in in the middleweight division uh, in um, the UFC. Uh, former strike force middleweight champion. Uh, we last saw him, I think, in in May when he uh, got a broken arm. Um, in the fight up against uh, Andre Muniz, uh, so it's a, a bit of a, a sad way for him to go. I think he he ended up um, losing his last four fights, uh, but he was always someone who uh, was was a very very scary fighter in the octagon, uh, and he will be uh, he will be sadly missed, unfortunately. Um, then another thing, what's uh, what's just come across my radar um, is uh, Conor McGregor uh, yet again with his social media uh, causing controversy. Uh, if you remember recently, he uh, targeted Habib's uh, dad, um, which he's done on numerous occasions um, before backtracking, and then uh, then. Um, then kind of like trying to make amends. Uh, well, this time he is a targeted uh, Daniel Cormier, the uh, former UFC heavyweight champion, former UFC lightweight champion, uh, a guy who's done pretty much everything uh, in the sport. Uh, and he's uh, put out a couple of tweets that he has quickly uh, deleted. Um, so he's he's tweeted Daniel Cormier is a fat mess getting into worse condition by the day God bless him, showing up drunk at media events the very day uh, before he was in the booth calling my fat drunk at a media event working the day before being a commentator on the biggest fat in history and then he followed this up with a couple more saying um, it is a sackable offence for a commentator to be drunk at press 
uh, press work the day before contest in the big fat dreadful get it together belch it into the market a press event and and all uh, WTF the day before commentating on a big fight is this guy serious this is disgraceful uh, and then uh, the final one was uh, your back situation is just mental too your weight and your laugh is abysmal uh, and now drunk at work the day before you commentate Ed McGregor event uh, congratulate pitiful he said congratulations John on his head kick KO anniversary over you uh, good always defeats evil uh, wasn't sure you were evil all fakes um, this was actually followed up by uh, uh, Laura Sanko, who is a, uh, a co-host with uh, with um, Daniel Cormier on the uh, the Wayne show, uh, and she's put. I can show you he wasn't drunk. DC is a funny guy. Was having fun. Uh, he was almost twice my size, and we drunk the same amount, just as, just as fast. And I was fine. He was joking around. He was a true professional on all levels. And Daniel finally uh, put it to bed and and commented himself. He said, uh, at Notorious MMA, we can't fight. It's all just talks or stop. Thanks for watching. Get help and win a fight. Yikes. Um, another issue with Conor McGregor and social media. I think uh, the, the losses to uh, Dustin Poirier, uh, the fact that he maybe is not the fighter that he, he was, uh, the fact he may have lost that hunger for fighting uh, is really kind of a, uh, playing on his mind. Um, I hope uh, he gets back to basics and we see a Conor McGregor that uh, was as hungry as he was uh, when he first came into the UFC. Will we get that? Perhaps not anymore because... Uh, at the end of the day, money does change people. He's he's got a, a very very comfortable lifestyle now. So unfortunately, uh, we may never see it again. But then there's the breaks, I suppose. Um, but yeah, targeting someone like Daniel Cormier, it's never going to work. Uh, but good luck to him, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's see how this story folds out. So let's get into uh, into UFC two sixty five. Um, this came from Houston, Texas, uh, the hometown of Derek Lewis. Uh, and if you remember, a few weeks ago we spoke about how um, how Dana was was so adamant that there had to be a title, uh, a heavyweight title fight on this card because of its location, because of Derek Lewis, uh, to the point where uh, Francis Ngannou said he needed perhaps an extra month um, to to prepare. Um, despite only winning the title less than three months previously, um, Dana decided to create an interim title, which uh, for somebody who was was said he was adamantly against interim titles and in other divisions is uh, actively avoided uh, creating interim titles uh, to the point where people have, uh, haven't defended a title for two years and there still hasn't been an interim title in that division. Uh, but... Dana wanted a heavyweight title fight in Houston, um, so we got it and upstepped uh, Cyril Gagne, uh, the unbeaten Frenchman coming into the UFC at, I think it, at the time he was 5 and all. Um, Derek Lewis, obviously, um, his record isn't as, as good as that, but he's uh, somebody who's uh, very much at the top of the card, uh, very charismatic, people absolutely adore him, uh, and when he's on his day, he's an absolute handful for, for everybody. 
but before we get there, let's just qu- quickly uh, run through what happened on on the rest of the main card. So we started with uh, uh, Song Yudong getting the decision against Casey Kenner, uh, pretty much outclassed Casey all the way through the fight, a lot quicker, a lot uh, snappier, had a... Um, his uh, jabs and his kicks were just uh, were, were just much more on point, and he got the decision victory. Um, Tisha Torres then took on Angela Hill. Angela trying to uh, to get that win back from uh, Tisha Torres. Tisha was the first person to beat her in the UFC, uh, and Angela has gone on to. Uh, to be a real force in this strawweight division. Actually, in during this fight, she broke the record for the amount of uh, octagon time for a for a strawweight fighter, beating a Joanna Jajetek's record. Uh, but unfortunately, she wasn't able to uh, to best Tisha Torres, who, who uh, outclassed Angela uh, on the feet, uh, up against the the octagon, and on the floor. Uh, just a really kind of classy performance by Tisha Torres, and and unfortunately, Angela goes over two against her in the uh, middle of the card um Vincente Luque got the first round submission in a, in a really kind of back and forth first round uh Michael Kayser on a quietly on a roll and Vincente Luque has been going under the radar someone who's uh uh been picking up lots and lots of wins uh but not really kind of a standing out uh in terms of maybe character wise so he's he's been able to to basically fly uh under the radar and um he's he's come out of this fight looking like a force in this uh welterweight division looking to maybe perhaps get a title shot very soon he um he got the submission after um, uh, a little bit of back and forth where Michael Kayser, uh had him um, in, a, um, in a, a, a rear naked. Um, Vincente was able to, to kind of twist out of that and get a dash choke. Uh, Michael Kayser scrambled to try and escape, but unfortunately uh, was unable to, and uh, he got subbed. So then in the co-main event, we had uh, uh, Jose Aldo uh, and Pedro Munoz in the bantamweight division. Uh, Aldo recently had a, a bantamweight title match despite not picking up a win at that division. Uh, he's now has got a win at that division and it's a, a win from the Jose Aldo of old. Uh, really uh, a fast pace with his jabs um, for... for for some reason he didn't use the the leg kicks as much until the later rounds but once he did he started really kind of uh uh steamrolling pedro munoz with with those and yeah it was a uh, uh jose this is a jose who i think is going to make one last uh big run for a, a title and yeah he, he he looked classy in this division and i can see him quickly uh getting back to uh title contention and uh and we could see him at the top of the card again in the near future and then the main event was uh Gagne versus Derek Lewis uh, a lot of harp here a lot of love for for Lewis uh, a lot of uh, booing for Cyril Gagne um and unfortunately for for the hometown boy he he didn't come to work he didn't come um he didn't bring the Derek Lewis that we that we normally see I mean he's never going to be the most kind of active in terms of output um 
but I think this may be uh, very much a low point for for Derek Lewis. Um, the the fight was finished in the third round, but up to the last thirty seconds, Derek had only thrown three significant strikes uh, compared to sixty eight uh, from Cyril Gagne. He was absolutely just picked off. There was a, a point in the first round where uh, Cyril Gagne landed um, um, a jab clean to the eye of Derek Lewis, and Derek Lewis uh, um, tried to wave it off as a as a, a, a thumb to the eye, which it it, it wasn't. Um, I think it just wasn't Derek Lewis's day. He was absolutely outclassed by Cyril Gagne, who uh, who really brought his A game. Uh, really confident, really calm, really collected. Uh, big shots, uh, and he eventually puts uh, Derek Lewis down with a couple of uh, uppercuts. Uh, Derek turtles up against the the, the octagon cage, and uh, Gagne just absolutely swarms him. And um, and gets the the referee stoppage. Uh, be interesting to see Gagne versus uh, uh versus Ngannou. The early betting is that Gagne is the favourite. Um, I don't know how uh, in in the world that's happened. Uh, but yeah, hopefully that's a fact we'll get to see soon. And the talk is that it'll be uh, Stipe versus Bones in a, essentially in a title eliminator style, uh, where those four will clash and. The two winners will go up against each other for the for the world title, which will be interesting to watch. So now let's uh, let's do what I normally do on on this uh, this show and have a, a little peek at the the financials of of uh, UFC two sixty five. Now normally what happens with uh, with number pay per views is we get a a bar rate um, according to. Um, MMASalaries.com, the the source for, for a lot of the information I'll be giving out. Um, this has not been a, a very well received pay per view. Uh, they're estimating that the show uh, got four hundred thousand bars, which, if you compare it to uh, just UFC two sixty four. Um, which was McGregor versus Poirier three uh, that got one point eight million bars, uh, so uh, a huge difference in in terms of uh, uh, popularity. Uh, if you go back to um, UFC two sixty three, um, which was headlined by uh, Adesanya and Vittori, uh it's estimated that that got six hundred thousand bars. So yeah, quite a, a low. Uh, viewed pay-per-view uh, but here we are um, so again uh, there's there's quite a few assumptions that uh, that has to be made because UFC don't uh, don't uh, give out a lot of information in terms of pay uh, so uh, MMA salaries assume that um, Lewis and Gagne get uh, will get standard pay-per-view formula uh, points, which is uh, essentially a dollar per bar. And they're also assuming uh, that uh, Aldo, uh, uh, Lewis and Gagne don't actually get a win bonus, Aldo, uh, because of his the size of his contract, and um, uh, Lewis and Gagne because of the pay-per-view points. So let's go through some of the the big winners uh, and losers in terms of uh, in terms of totals on this card. Um, so 
there has been um, a total of 12, uh, no, 11 fighters who pulled 100,000 or more. So you've got uh, Ed Herman who uh, got 101,000, that's 80,000 base. Uh, nothing for the for the, the win because obviously he lost to Alonso Manyfield. Uh, but he got a 21,000 uh, Venom payout. Uh, so he pulled 101,000. Similarly, uh, Pedro Munoz, who lost in the co-main event, uh, got um, 101,000. His uh, Venom payout was 11,000, and that uh, matches that goes along with his 90,000 uh, uh, base salary. Uh, next on the list is Bobby Green. He lost to uh, Rafael Fiziev. Uh, his base salary is 50,000. He got a performance uh, of the NAR Award, which is another 50,000. And then sixteen thousand for his uh, his sponsorship. So uh, MSLers.com estimate he pulled a hundred and sixteen thousand. Uh, the winner of the uh, the opening contest, Song Yudong, uh, he got sixty thousand base, sixty thousand win, and a six thousand uh, sponsorship uh, payout for a total of one two six. Uh, the winner of the the Fiziev and Bobby Green fight, uh, Raphael Fiziev. Uh, he got 36 and 36 win and base, um, then a 50,000 performance bonus, uh, four and a half thousand for his uh, his venom payout because obviously he hasn't fought that many times in the UFC, so he got a total of 126 and a half thousand. Um, Tisha Torres is up next. She got 1660 for a base and a win, uh, 11 for a sponsorship for a, a total of 131,000. Um, just breaking into the top five is Manuel Cap. Uh, he beat Ode Osborne uh, in in his uh, prelim fight uh, for seventy two thousand win, seventy two thousand base, and a four thousand sponsorship deal. Uh, he got one hundred forty eight thousand. Twenty uh, percent of that will actually be paid to Ode Osborne because he missed weight, so uh, Ode is uh, will get a little bit of a compensation for that maybe it's not as much to cover the fact that he lost but uh it it it, sh- it, sh- it should um at least pay towards uh his his training camp so then going into the top four Vincente Luque is next he again like uh, cap has a 72 and 72 base and win bonus he got a performance of the NAR of 50,000 for, for that finish of, of Chiesa uh, with a sponsorship of 16 making a payout of $210,000 uh, and then the, the top three are uh, uh, far and away the biggest payouts uh, Jose Aldo is at number three uh, with his 400,000 base salary obviously we've just spoke about how he didn't get a, a win bonus because of the contract uh, he gets a twenty-one thousand um, dollar bonus from Venom for the for the uniform, which uh, is a total payout of four hundred and twenty-one thousand uh, dollars. Second on the list, uh, surprisingly, is um, Cyril Gagne. His uh, base salary is two hundred thousand dollars per per fight. Obviously, with no win bonus, as we we mentioned. Um, his um his payout for the um for the pay per view points is another two hundred thousand. Um 
so yeah because I, I think i've said that they get a dollar per uh per bar it's actually uh it's actually 50 cents per bar uh so apologies for that uh but yeah he his payout was 200,000 for the pay-per-view 200,000 for the base salary uh for being in a, a title fight um he gets a 32 thousand dollar payout from venom which means uh not only did he win the interim title he also got paid out four hundred and thirty two thousand dollars which is a which is a, a hefty chunk of change uh uh and uh, a world title so he's had a, a really good day at the office and the big winner, uh, essentially, well, the big winner, ironically, also the loser, was uh, Derek Lewis. Uh, he has a base salary of $500,000, very similar to uh, the payout that, uh, that Francis Ngannou had for his title win. Um, he also got pay-per-view points, uh, which added another 200000 to his payout. And then a sponsorship deal for being in a title match of... 32,000 which uh, means Derek Lewis walks out of, out of the arena with $732,000 um, so um, I'm sure that the loss stings absolutely it does the fact that he's uh, he's not walking out as uh, interim world champion will, will hurt a lot the fact he didn't put on uh, his best performance will hurt but there's 732,000 uh, uh, little hugs of, of happiness there for him. So uh, congrats to Derek Lewis on that. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's essentially me done and dusted here on uh, uh, Five Rounds Fallout. So if you if you like this uh, style of, uh, of commentary and kind of analytics, uh, definitely check out the, the rest of my work on uh, Chairshot Radio, where I've, I've done this for uh, a few episodes now, uh, looking into the, the pay-per-views and, and the payouts and, uh, and, and the financials. Um, and when there's not a UFC uh, event on uh, at the weekend, and I'm not covering uh, the 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 show live with uh, with my uh, views and opinions and and kind of analysis of the show, I'll be bringing these kinds of shows again. So definitely uh, keep your ears peeled here to Radio Techers, to Business Global Media, and to the the wonderful people at the Chair Shot um, for for more of this. Uh, But thank you all for listening. Uh, And that is the end.